0: on the Google Play or App Store, or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials, so it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii, and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me Many of you know Axis deer is considered to be the best tasting venison on the planet. I've been hearing that for years. And that those deer cause some ecological harm. Well Maui Nui venison is bringing those Axis deer to the market. So you can get some fresh cuts and sticks shipped to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I Venison.com Use promo code MEAT EATER for 20% off your order. All right, everybody. This is the MEAT EATER podcast coming to you recorded from the Llano Estacado or Staked Plains of Texas. We're in a canyon called Ransom Canyon, which is a sweet name, in a rental house that has a lot of personal flourishes of the owner around it. We're down here. I don't, I'm not, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about why we're down here too much yet because we're going to talk about that at another point. Um, has to do with a big, tall bird that tastes real good. Um, instead, what we're talking about right now is something that, that I've been troubled by and puzzled over and anguished over my entire life, and that is the purpose and functionality and also some practical business having to do with hunting dogs. And I've always maintained that dudes who hunt with dogs – like dogs more than hunting, and I have a couple of dog, a couple of dog experts sitting here today, and also uh, Giannis Petalis, You ever owned a dog, Giannis? Nope. And also a man who's never even owned a dog.
1: I got How, one. how have you never owned a dog? I, we had one growing up, so it was a family dog. So I didn't really. Oh, own Oh yeah, I'm counting that. And then when I got married, I got a two for one package. But she was just like a house dog. She was a family dog. What's it mean to get two for one package? Well, I got a dog with the marriage. Where's the dog now? She passed away. From what? Old age.
0: All right. So Giannis lied. He's actually had several dogs. Um, they're all dead now. And we're also joined right now by Ronnie Bame, um, who's the main dog guy that I know. Like like most of what I know about dogs, besides just dogs I've owned, has come from Ronnie. And Ronnie, tell – I'm going to have you talk about – Ronnie, like, you – Ronnie judges dogs and breeds dogs. Yeah. You used to breed these really violent dogs. I – let's not call them violent. Yeah. But anyway no, – Mean-spirited I, dogs. I, I started out, like – Not pit bulls, but
2: – When I first moved to Michigan 26, seven years ago, I got a German short hair and it was a nice dog, and, you know, a little hyper-strong, a little, little goofy, and I didn't know – about training i i couldn't get the dog to sit but i it, it was but you amazing. wanted it for a hunt yeah and this dog was a good grouse dog and a good woodcock dog and i took it to south dakota but other than that i was just i got lucky just this dog just like oh out of the box it just did everything you mean zygon no no this is queenie long oh, I remember, time ever that dog yeah the, the white and brown so dog. that wasn't the violent kind no no and then when i but thought it was I, a pointer yeah it's a point all all
0: my dogs have been pointing you've always been into points like i want to real quick uh hunt dogs occur in what three categories let's say you got just uh, just like this out basically you got uh pointers retrievers and trackers is that how you categorize hunt dogs well we
2: call them pointers flushers and then there'd be tracking dogs which would be in the hound group like lion dogs or coon dogs coon dogs bear dogs
0: So pointers, flushers, and trackers. Basically. It's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. All right. And you've always been into the pointers. Right. Right.
2: And that's good because I know Ed's into the um, flushing breed.
0: Retrievers. Retrievers. (laughs) (laughs)
2: But as as far as a field work, it's
0: a flushing dog. Yeah. Yeah, but he mainly uses it for it to go pick up dead stuff. That's true. Which, and, and we'll get to this, in my opinion- that is the that most is useful the, dog you could have it's the main <laughs> thing a dog can do is right. i would leave it in its kennel <laughs> until i couldn't find something and i would go home and get it and have it find it yeah yeah all right but anyways so so anyway, your dog you, you're, you're doing right. like so, your, your life through dogs
2: i i made one of those mistakes like i got like i jumped in with both feet and i started reading too many articles and i got a german wire haired pointer that dog hated me it was a good hunter But it it had no cooperation this is zygan no no this is (laughs) Zygon. this is way before you met zygan his name was hasco he's a black i remember that dog black wire hair which is a little rare at that time he had all the talent in the world and i had no skill level to train the obedience some dogs went to really high desire and really there's a top shelf dog it needed to be it needed to be told who was alpha it needed a boss yeah and,
0: and you were I, man enough to I, do that.
2: I can't get my wife to listen to me.
3: I couldn't get this <laughs> dog to listen to me at all. It was
2: This dog, I took this dog to Canada when he was like four or five years old to hunt sharp-tailed grouse. And I only shot grouse over my buddy's griffin. My dog hunted like <laughs> over there
0: and over there and shot, retrieved birds for other people. The dog hated me. That's when my, that's funny because my hate of hunting dogs, my, my kind of hate of hunting dogs Comes from people telling me throughout my life, this is going back to high school. People being like, oh, I got this great hunting dog. We're going to take my great hunting dog out and we'll go hunt. And you open the door or open the back of the truck, and that son of a bitch takes off, <laughs> and he's like <laughs> – yeah, I, sure, I can't contest that he's not a great hunting dog. Who knows what he's doing wherever he is? <laughs> right. He might be hunting up a storm, but it's not happening around me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, that's, and then you spend your whole time trying to get the dog back in the truck. And
2: hollering at it and blowing a whistle, oh and it's, it's aggravating. You, you were with me with some of the dogs I had. I remember there. some. Of
0: yeah, I, your dogs now are different. Right. Right. Yeah. But, so no, then that, you got into the mean ones. That was the German wire hairs. Yeah. And, and those dogs are meant for killing.
2: They're very good at it. Yeah, like, they'll mean, kill a raccoon. It, whatever. See, in Germany, when they started the versatile breeds, the wire hair was put together. With, it was a poodle pointer, which is not a poodle, but it's a, a another wire haired dog. Sticklehaar, a short hair, and um, can't remember the other breed. But anyway, there was like four basic breeds put in there, and they wanted a dog that would not only, you know, point a bird, they they wanted to track blood. And because everything was privately owned, all the biggest states. In Europe, only the wealthy hunted back in the 1800s. Yeah.
0: and they wanted the dog to kill a poor guy right. if they caught him hunting on their land. No, no, <laughs> no. The dogs
2: like people. They do. But what they were expected to do, and they still do, and I don't want to say a secret society dog club, and I won't mention it, but they, this breed of dog, if you have one that's still registered in Berlin, it has to kill before it's allowed to breed a full-grown raccoon. Where do they get the raccoons?
1: By itself,
2: no help from the owner. No,
1: no, no help. No, I mean no, no other dogs. No, just they just let the racco- mano,
2: y mano They trap a raccoon in a have a hard trap.
0: And Hold on, I mean, there's raccoons in Europe? No,
2: no, but there's there's uh, there's a there's a similar. The point is, here... a dog? Have, here, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a little no, two-pound stone thing. I
2: think it's a guinea pig. <laughs> they have
1: to kill a guinea
2: pig. No, no. what they've done is they've used a raccoon here because that's what we have here. Mm. They, But the the point was that dog was expected to get rid of vermin out
0: on these estates. Oh, While I it's you. hunting,
2: if they come across a skunk, a polecat, whatever they call them. Anything your,
0: that's going to eat bird eggs. Any, and, exactly.
2: Yeah. Anything that... They basically made this like sterile environment where game birds and game animals, rabbits and game animals would flourish. By that dog, it might have done it. I mean, they'll be running down the woods, going through looking for grouse and stuff, and all of a sudden, wham, there's a raccoon that was like nested up by a log or a skunk. One bite on the back of the neck, it's done. Really? And And that was desirable. desirable. That's what the Germans wanted. Doesn't work so good when you come to America... You go to a farmer, knock on his door, and it takes two of his, ho- or his yard cats out of his barn. <laughs> you know? And it was his best mousing cat. So, But anyway, so I had this desire to have this, this headstrong, hard Can I ask hard... you a
1: question, though, about the raccoons? That's yeah. some st- hardcore shit because when we were yeah. in Florida pig hunting, oh, we saw a, a raccoon. Pack of, a
0: pack,
1: pack of, of dogs
0: off. fighting a raccoon. Well, that, that was a pussy dog.
1: <laughs> no. These
0: weren't. Well, we did see hard. one of those dogs get gouged bad by a pig. But still,
1: yeah. I'm saying that's amazing that they, he, that they kill, but you know. what, what I'm saying, or or saying is, is too, you itself. remember,
2: there's a lot of German wire hairs in this country. Yeah. There's different registries with them. If you stay to this one format, it's called VDDGNA, gna And if you stay that format, your dog has to pass certain performance tests before you're allowed to breed the dog. And the dog has to be in front of a breed warden to make sure it's the right height, the right size, the right teeth. If the coat's not right, they'll only let you breed it to a coat that's going to complement it. It, it, it. It's, how do I say, it? it's like a lot of whiskey, whiskey, tube mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's the way they are. And those dogs that I thought I wanted and I stuck with for 15, 18 years um, wasn't more than I could handle. But It was like
0: a penis extension dog. No,
2: it wasn't my Corvette. It wasn't a Corvette yeah. dog or nothing like that. But it was. I thought it would be cool to have a dog that could do all that, but you didn't realize how nasty that could get sometimes yeah
0: like you didn't like, realize what it really meant
2: yeah like my buddy's dog come off the tailgate i'm putting a collar on my dog he does, you know, most dogs sniff ass or at least tiptoe and look at each other before they fight this dog just jumped off the tailgate and
3: went <laughs> 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 and i was
2: like you're so embarrassed you're like so anyway so then that's yeah that's where i that was my predominant breed for the center of my dog years and at that time you were involved with the same organization. Right. The same organization. It's called NAVDA, North yeah. American Versal Hunting Dog Association. And,
0: Ed, what uh, – we, have, we haven't really even introduced Ed Arnett
3: yet, but just real quick, what's the organization you're involved in? American Kennel Club. AKC. AKC. Oh. Yeah. As, a, as a judge. As that's, a judge. That's, that's what I'm associated with. But that's America's what now. you – I mean, you sort of measure dogs by that standard. By, by, the, hunt, by the hunt test standard. Yes. But there's also field trials. Have you
0: heard? of, I mean, are you aware of North American oh, yeah. versus the Dog Association? Oh, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I help with a lot
0: of guys that have pointers too. So, so Navda, you're involved in Navda
2: now, but you were involved in Navda when you had wire hairs, right? Even before I became a judge for him, I was involved with them, and you know, tried to learn and glean everything I could from the other trainers and the other
0: breeders and everything. But um, and that, like all the dogs that you're talk that you've talked about, Queenie, yeah, was a what is a short hair
2: then a german wire hair hasco and zygan and then couple. now the new kind of dogs you are tangled up with have uh, all fallen under versatile hunting dogs yeah versatile hunting dog is a dog that if you look it up in a dictionary it's a dog that's going to hunt and point and do work before and after the shot on land and on water that's basically the description of it yeah so what we what we want is a dog that will basically perform in any terrain Yep. And if water's a terrain, water's a terrain.
0: An ATD. What's that? All-trained, All-trained dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. Maybe
0: so real a... quick, rattle off a handful of species that would be uh, ATDs. And then um, what kind of dog you're messing around with now?
2: Well, the most common ones everybody knows of is German Shorthairs, English Pointers, Brittany's, English Setters, uh, Poodle Pointers, Vichelas, a lot of Vichelas getting real popular, Munsterlanders, which is a like a setter-looking dog from Germany. There's, I think, 22 of them now in our registry in NABDA, so I can't think of every.
0: Is a Weimaraner in there? Weimaraner's in there also. This gal that used to live down the road, do you remember the Johnson family? Sort of lived across Middle Lake from my sister. Yeah. They had a dog that they named Nipper. (laughs) A Weimaraner named Nipper, but it would always bite people. And they got to thinking that the reason it bit people is because his dog's name was Nipper, and he was just fulfilling his name. And then they changed his name to Bowser. Did it help? I can't remember. <laughs> but that was a versatile hunting dog, or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's, they're, they're, they, are in the, they are in the, basically all the European breeds that point are considered versatile hunting dogs. Yeah. They're not, over the years, a lot of them become specialist dogs. So they, like, like an English setter is going to pretty much be your predominant grouse woods dog up in the north. A a pointer, we're in Texas, right? (laughs) And a pointer is going to be a predominant bird down here in Texas. For quail. For quail. And because it's a shorter-coated dog, it's not going to get hot. You know, it's uh, that would be a predominant. They are still in a versatile category, but for generations they've been bred as a specialist. Yeah. So to take one and transition it into a water dog is a little more difficult than it is for you. I follow you. Yeah. Yeah. But... To transition any versatile dog into a water dog, you just take their field desire and push it into the water. They find that the water has the animals in it, just like the field has the animals in it, and they're just excited as hell to go out into a marsh and look for a duck.
0: But they're probably not equipped to stay warm.
2: No, that's a fault with them because very few of them have a really good dual coat that will protect them in cold, cold Because the lab's like a seal. Yeah, yeah, they'll come out of the water. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look, I don't need a towel. (laughs) Yeah, well, we we're going to tell. But no, but, I, but I, one, I got one last thing okay. for you, though. All right. Yeah, the dogs you are into now, which is a reasonable dog. Right. It's the kind of dog. Does Faith Hill still have one? Yes, they have like three or four of them. Yeah, I don't lust after women besides my wife, but I, I, I just don't. But um, I go to Las what Vegas. About McGraw? I go to Las Vegas every year for this thing. Yeah. And for the last like two years in a row in all the elevators, there's an ad for a, a Faith Hill concert. Mm-hmm. In the it's just such a it's like such a intoxicating ad campaign. I have no I no desire whatsoever to go see her in concert. But when I'm standing in the elevator, you which is all you do in Las Vegas is ride right up and down the elevator. <laughs> um She's always advertising there, and I'm always looking at her thinking about your dog because you told me that she has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has several. Of them, or her, I think it's
2: Tim's more than hers, but some Is of them.
0: that why you sell your dogs so fast, like before they even hit the ground out of
2: the, not, out of the yeah, bitch? I bet you not, hardly anybody knows they have them. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. the Brocco people have them, but yeah. know that. But. So
0: Ronnie's now tangled up with a dog called a
2: Italian Brocco. Brocco Italiano. A Brocco Italiano. Depends yeah. on how you want to say it. And it's a very houndy looking dog it's a very it when people see it when i'm in virginia it, there's a lot of bear hunters in virginia uh-huh. it's like more bear hunter there's more bear in virginia than any place i've ever been and people come That's and guess. i was at prince wales island you're right <laughs> a lot of bears <laughs> lot of bear. <laughs> and people will come up to my external dog box and they'll be standing by my tailgate what kind of bear dog is that god i never seen one orange before yeah you know? and, and then you gotta tell dog, and i just say italian pointer because they're like
1: brocco what yeah, you know, yeah. so
2: I, I leave that out but it's just a it's a versatile dog but it was really never bred for the versatility in italy it was pretty much an upland bird yeah but then again so were most english pointers and I mean, that's a dog you could actually bring into your
0: house without it killing your kids
2: yeah and it won't it doesn't kill animals. It doesn't, you know, it it doesn't have that fur drive because the Italians over all these centuries just wanted to hit hit birds with them. Yeah. So they use these dogs. I, I understand. I've never seen it, never been to Italy, but there are supposed to be frescoes from the 14th century with very, very close pictures that resemble the Brocco. Yeah. Which was either the, I the, uh, can't remember the other Spanish pointer, but all the same thing. Very, very long ears. A nose like Jimmy Duney on it and and so there's like they've been pretty much breeding true to type for what's fourteens from six hundred years yeah, and the dog is very docile. Uh, it, it's like ed's labs i mean i told Ed, you know watch my dogs well what are they gonna do he says you're right he says well if you're out there having a smoke just keep an eye yeah they just come up and i finally have this dog that's a pointing dog that acts like ed's labs yeah they're like hi you know they just come up and now they'll but they would run out of the driveway like right now if i let my dogs out they'd be gone they'd be not gone far but they'd just be gone at this hundred or two hundred yard range and i'd have to be screaming and panicking and everything yeah
0: yeah yeah they're melt the, the last the last lab you know danny had that dog for a while yeah like my brother danny had a duck hunt dog recently he went down to a, a, an adoption like a dog i don't know when all this like bringing human terms came to dogs you used to go to the pound and get a dog now you're like i rescued the dog it's like, I don't know. All what about happened. all the, but people have been rescuing dogs all as long as people been go into the pound and picking up a dog. So he went to a rescue place. Right. You know. That and is weird. The dog he picked out, his cry his criteria for picking out a dog is it's just a building. It's a, it specializes in labs. It's a pound for labs. And he went in there and every oh, lab in every a room, lab, rescue. <laughs> yeah, lab rescue. Yeah, lab yeah. rescue. Lab yeah. rescue. He went in there and That's every true. lab in the room yeah. except yeah. one stood up when he walked in. And he's like, I'll take the one that laid that didn't get up. Not <laughs> <laughs> not sure, sure that's if it's a, a good barometer or not. But <laughs> it was a great dog. It was a great dog. It died just recently. I, I met recently. it. Yeah, he, he was cool about it when it died, but a buddy of his was saying how he was real depressed, man, when his dog died. Yeah, Tig, like Tig Welder. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, They're like your kids.
0: Yeah, he thought so. All right. We'll be right back to talk a lot more about labs and other hunting dogs. Man, I'm just coming back uh, not too long ago from youth turkey season in Wisconsin. Now, last year at youth turkey season, it rained and snowed the whole time. This year at youth turkey season, it was in the 70s and even up to 80. So me and my kids are pouring it to it. And after a while, I realized they didn't drink anything all day, and they haven't drank anything all day. Well, that's why it's important to get hydrated and have something you're going to like to help you, encourage you, to get hydrated doesn't matter. Outdoor events, turkey hunting, playing sports, beach days, mountain adventures. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Tear, pour, live more. Hey man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To so get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional
1: taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: Hey, it's Steve here. Picture this. You're on the African Serengeti and a lion appears out of nowhere and is barreling down on you. Well, when the difference between life and death is mere seconds, you want a firearm sight you can trust. That's why XS Sights took proven dot-the-eye sight pictures from firearms used on African safaris and applied it to modern defensive handguns. Made in America since 1996, XS Sights now offer a variety of sight pictures. As a second-generation, family-owned, Texas-based business, they believe in products that actually work. And since 70% of self-defense scenarios happen in low light, their quick-to-acquire sights are designed to help in just that situation. It's very simple, very intuitive, very clean sites. Try XS Sites for yourself and see why they're the brand trusted by industry leaders. Now, if you shop today at xsites.com and use code meat eater at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. That's xsites.com code meat eater. XS Sites, the fastest sites in any light. Speaking of labs. I want to tell one other lab story before we talk to Ed about labs for a minute, just to get the breakdown on labs. Because, <laughs> well, two things. I, the only dog I ever really liked. We had many, many dogs. Many of them would just vanish. Like oh, I my thought dad you was, just had that one lab that was there forever. No, man, we had dogs. We had Mike, Kayla, Snoopy, <laughs> and we had all dogs. I didn't even know what all dogs we owned, but they would never last. My dad would just get rid of them. One time, we were. This is awful to admit. He's dead, so no one can. Did he, did he have him rescued? yeah get him rescued like from life but we're going down the road one day and we were going rabbit hunting i was a kid we're going rabbit hunting and lo and behold there's a beagle on the side of the road that dog became our dog (laughs) i mean it was like what timing was like he took that dog and that dog was bobo was his name and that dog became our dog just as simple as opening the door of the truck and the dog <laughs> called the dog into the truck. <laughs> we like in. probably stole someone's dog and then Bobo lived with us for a long time because <laughs> my dad had a good beagle. No, no collar, no tag. I don't even remember. But you did, just took story, it like, off. he's he like we're going to have a hunt. Apparently, here's you know, here's this dog. We should get a beagle. So we had that dog. <laughs> we had that dog for a while Bobo because it reminded my dad of a good. He used to hunt a lot of cottontails and Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. But the one last story I want to tell, it's just funny. hell I want to tell just because Ronnie's here. Is me and Ronnie went. I don't know how it happened. We went on a guided. That was the first guided hunt I've oh. went on my entire life. Yeah. Went guided. on a guided snow goose hunt <laughs> yeah. for a couple days in which I got one snow goose, I think. And I got none. And at a point, the guide, if you call him that, you know, we're out there at 2 in the morning because we have set out like thousands of decoys. And at one point, the guide goes to take, he goes to relieve himself. He goes to take a growler. And he goes... <laughs> just like right behind us. Like you know, what I mean like you smell it. He's right like behind us <laughs> and the, dude's and the trees.
2: The trees were only another 150, oh, yeah. 200
0: feet right behind us and we're, in a, and we're in layout blinds. Okay, and so you are just stuck in a layout blind. And as they come in, here's his lab back there. I know where this is going. <laughs> right? Here's his yeah, lab back yeah. there. Toilet paper hanging out of his mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, cleaning up. And, and you're stuck in these blinds. And in the lab, all morning is going up and down the line of guys well, trying to kiss and lick everyone's face. Because he's just friendly. <laughs> and, he's been doing that all morning. But now we know what he was doing. like, He's like, if a human being ate dog shit and it came up to you and said, give me, give me a kiss. No, 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 no. Just give me a kiss. Just give me a kiss. Why? just, it was, it's nothing. I, it, I ate it. Just give me a kiss <laughs> all morning long. Yeah. Oh God. And it didn't <laughs> so matter. Ed, so Ed, uh, <laughs> you love Labradors. <laughs> I do. No, yeah. And but. I do like I do too. I like them too. But uh, Ed Arnett, I know Ed from TRCP, Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. We met like at a, at things, events, events. Yeah, events. formal events, I don't know, formal, informal events. Media and
3: stuff yeah. stuff. You can go about. to a lot of
0: hunting events and meet a lot of guys that don't do a lot of hunting. It's possible, you know, but um, and Ed and I hit it off. This is the first time we've actually gotten together to hunt. But I know that you, um just judging by your trailer alone, you're a dog man. You got like a polished dog trailer. Have you always been into like retrievers, labs, or did you do the whole pointer thing too?
3: Um, I got an interesting story on how it happened because I really got into duck hunting when I moved to Oregon. And I've shot birds since I was I started hunting when I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. But I never hunted what with a Dave dog. Was in? Illinois. Illinois. Oh, really? So You've been out west for a Illinois. long
0: time, right?
3: Yeah, right out of high school. Montana, Colorado, and, Texas. I was cliche and went west as a young man right oh. out of high school. Colorado and then moved to Montana, Wyoming, Oregon. Oh, has he been all over? Spent a good uh, chunk of time here in Texas and then... Uh, now I'm back in Colorado, yeah. so um I never hunted with a dog, though, or even anybody with a dog. And when I was going, we were talking today about uh you know hunting uh, in the East Gallatin, hunting yeah. those spring creeks and jump shooting fe- or hitting pheasants, but also jump shooting mallards and I'd just go pick up everything myself. And or at least try to, or at least try to. That, exactly. That's, like a, that's like Well, a, here comes the funny part yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah. So. <laughs> So we'd go out, you know, the uh, like the septic ponds that were out there in Belgrade. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. And I, we'd go out there. You were talking about jump shooting some of those. We'd go out there and jump shoot those. And I'd take a fishing pole and throw a big ass, you know, snagging hook. Oh, to try to, to retrieve to your to pull, ducks out of pull there. Pull the ducks in if you didn't kill them on land. So you do that for a while, and you think, boy, this seems silly. And then I got to Oregon, and I, had, I went hunting with a guy, and he had Chesapeake's, and I really was impressed with with how well behaved the dog was, and and how great it was to have a dog going out and getting the birds and everything. So we hunted on opening weekend of, this was back in the 19, like 1991 or something. And so I go hunting after that opening weekend and I put a stock on some mallards in a reservoir in Oregon and I doubled on greenheads. and It was great and they all fall out in the lake and I'm like, all right, now how the hell am I gonna go get them? They're right out in the lake. So I stripped down naked, and I swam out and got those two mallards, and I said, I'm buying a freaking dog after this. Yeah, That's a true story. And I started looking, and I went and got a lab that winter.
0: I totally understand it, man, (laughs) because the the times I've hunted, like we used to jump shoot a lot of ponds in Michigan, and in Michigan you have a lot of cattails around duck ponds, you know. And the problem with jump shooting ducks is like over decoys are coming toward you, and they usually land closer than where they were when you hit them if everything goes right. Jump shooting, going away. Yeah, they're already far away, and then they're going to be farther away by the time they land. And you got these seas of cattails, yeah. and you're like, bam, and that thing starts going down, and it goes down, and you just get like a sink. of feeling, like I will never, never find, find that thing, man. <laughs> and you can, you look and look and look, and you go out there with the dog, and that some bitch just runs over and like sticks his head underwater and pulls it out. That made me a believer. Just not like if I, if they made a dog that you could put in a thing in your pocket. And just get it out when you needed it and,
3: like, put water on it and it turns into a dog. Chihuahuas aren't good retrievers. No, they're not. Well, I don't know how Ronnie feels about this, but with I I can remember a handful of retrieves. Not a handful, maybe two or three handfuls. But you remember the special ones? I do, too. And to that that point, I dropped a duck way back in, in a marsh. And I sent one of my females. She's gone now. But I sent her and she went. And she came back she hunted short and i gave her a back and she went and you can't handle a dog on a blind retrieve retrieving that stuff i mean it was really thick and nasty so i got her over the river because she didn't mark this bird and i just gave her a hard back and i let her go and about 10 minutes later she came back with that damn dog. Desire, <laughs> yeah, yeah. desire takes over that. exactly yeah so so that's why i got it that's how i got into it and i didn't want a chesapeake for no particular reason i just like a labs a um, little bit of german wire hair personality issues yeah well, so when you're home you I,
0: mainly expect you mainly expect your dog to find down critters no i expect my dog to mark
3: and go get it and then find cripples as needed and if i need to give them uh, handle them to a blind on a blind retrieve but
0: mostly after the shot's been taken
3: that's correct in a perfect world you know you want a dog that's in your blind like sage was today when we were hunting cranes i took the dog today because we had good enough cover to hide it yeah and he sat there nice and calm while those birds came in and and he didn't see a couple of them but you know so we just lined him up and yeah and sent him out but um he, he marked a few of them and and then we walked over and picked up a couple so yeah but you know, you want a dog for a retriever. You want a dog that sits there, you know, nice and quiet, obedient. Doesn't doesn't you know break and run out when the geese are coming in or when you pull up the shotgun. You want them sitting there so they actually mark the bird when it falls. Have down. you always been into retrievers? Yeah, that's the only. What breed are the main kind of running, other so. more kind of retrievers than a than a lab? Yeah, so um, if you go the. If, you know, if you go by AKC rules, if you will, the retriever breeds are Labradors, Golden Retrievers, Chesapeake Bay Retrievers, and then for the retriever hunting test, which I judge for, am, and am, you judge that for judge, AKC, I judge AKC test. And Ron, you judge for NAVDA. Yeah. And I have a question for you about that. I there is an AKC equivalent for pointing dogs, correct? Yeah, AKC has yep.
2: uh, several tests. Yeah. that we we transition right into. Yeah they just don't blend the water in with the test day right yeah but they Uh also have an akc water test like a little just to show that your dog can go do water retrieves so yeah akc covers a real lot a big gamut
3: yeah so the hunting test program started with um nara the north american hunting retriever Mm -hmm. association and then nab does the equivalent so you know this was you know some old field trailer guys and, and duck hunters that kind of got together and said you know we just want to go out and test these hunting skills of these dogs so they created this north american hunting retriever association and how, started how did doing you become a tests. judge doing that well, well i just, just got like into putting the dogs. your own dogs yeah, yeah exactly my first i got my first dog after i did my famous swim after my two mallards um, got this dog and I started reading books uh, started with Richard Richard Walter's uh, yeah, water dog, really like, awesome. oh, that, 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 dog is,
0: that book is everywhere man everywhere. Oh, yeah. we had that dog because of our yep, lab
3: absolutely and
0: I, I'll say we had we wound up with a great lab because we lived by a Coast Guard station and a woman who was in the Coast Guard was getting restationed somewhere she couldn't bring her dog she well, put an ad got her the, yeah put an ad in the paper interviewed a bunch of people came out to our house we had kids we liked to hunt we lived on a lake. She gave us the dog, and that dog, we had that dog a long time, turned into, a. I mean, just as far as obedience, the only problem is she was white, so it was hard to hide her in the duck woods. You're always putting, we always had those army, wool army blankets. Cover her up, yeah. Always trying to lay her down there, you know, but she would s- spot birds in the air that you didn't see yep. and had a noise she'd make in the back of her throat. And when she made that noise, there was a bird in the air. She was like, "Yeah,
3: yeah it was just like yeah, you knew it, it was yeah. like
0: there's a duck." She'd so see it, and she would find ducks. And she'd find ducks you didn't shoot. You'd go out the second morning of season, waiting for it to get light out. Get some of the cripples. And you'd look, and she'd be standing there with a duck in her mouth, and the duck be looking around, <laughs> yeah. like she went and found some duck that wasn't even dead. You well, know, you before never, light out, right. she's standing there with it. Go, she was go, a great go. dog.
2: She wound up That's getting, the one you hunted the, like the most with.
0: Oh, the, that's the only teenage. dog we ever had legitimate yeah. hunt with. Yeah. Two things happened to her. One time we were on one of those floating land lakes. Yeah. You know what i It has a false bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we knocked some geese down in the early season in Michigan. And there's a wounded goose, very much alive, out on some floating land. And she swam out and climbed up on the floating land, but her four legs poked through. through. And that goose beat the shit out of her, man. And she would never touch another goose again after that. The second bad thing that happened is she got hit by a van. We were out working on our BMX bikes. And I don't want to say who did it, but a guy down the road hit her in a blue van, carpet van, and um, busted her all up. We got a lot more years out of her. Eventually, she got where she couldn't even stand up. And then a, a friend of ours, Ben, uh, took her out in Chippewa National Forest in the UP, and we had him dig a hole and shoot the dog down in the hole and bury the hole. It was just terrible. And I've never had another dog since then, you know?
3: Um, well, back to how I got into yeah, AKC yeah, yeah. Um, judging. So I, I ran the hunt test after, when my dog became of age, and and I wanted to do the hunt test. The field Hand trials are very, as a handler. Yeah hunt tests are very different than the field trailers and the reason they put those programs together was to test dogs hunting abilities and like for, like in i, I want to s- keep, keep going re- but i
0: want well, at, at the end of this i want you to explain like in, in you too i just, just want to forget to ask you this do you think that a test the, can you test the dog in a way that actually demonstrates how that dog will perform in the field just keep that in the back of your
3: head sure sure but you don't even do it now just, yeah. just remember later well i was really into this new this new dog i got and i trained her almost every day didn't and you, you need to when they're really young you, you train it it with an eye toward the test exactly well with yeah i kind of got into the test but i you know everybody starts off saying i just want a good hunting dog or you and, go to and a test sometime and you see a dog <clears> perform you're like i gotta have that exactly <laughs> i gotta yeah, have that I, I I have a I have a Nova, but I really want a Cadillac. Chevy <laughs> you Nova? Know, whatever. Pick your favorite. Oh, I thought maybe you car. had a Chevy Nova. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, pick your favorite beater car, but mm-hmm. you want you want the Maserati when you see him run, and then the, so the field trials is different than the hunting test. The hunting test, you, you are judged against a standard. You right. set up a test, and if the dogs pass it, no, they, second, they qualify. No place, or nothing. Oh, field that's trials, the field test. Field, no, no, it's hunting, a hunting test. Hunting the, test. The, again, under different field scenarios. In a field trial they it's a winner take all right so first second third first place. second third okay, placement yeah. and some of these field trial dogs now i mean they'll they'll mark readily out to 400 yards that's not a realistic hunting situation well, I mean, you but they're a bird dog animal. he
0: lands 400 yards away that dog's and look at where it is if,
2: if no. he can see it
3: but or, if he can see it but he could, he could, could be handled work. to 400 yards
2: probably couldn't he
3: Right, but I, you right. know, if you were in a situation where you were high enough and the dog actually could see it, there are there are many dogs that could, could actually run out Diabetes. and mark it if they've like been to trained it. to deal to with the it. terrain, the wind, all these factors that play and in and mental thing, that mental memory, that line, and that's what and labs have.
2: Labs have that marking memory. Like most pointing dogs, yeah. do not have that marking memory. Yeah, a lab will like you can, and you guys train it. You train You'll it pull in these them. different. Retrieves well. Your average dog, ninety-nine of them, are gonna go get that last thing you threw. Oh, and you go no. You're gonna go get the second thing I threw. Yeah. You know. Do you remember it, that? They can. Oh,
3: Ed could talk. That. I mean, well, I did it with one dog. Real, but real yeah. quick,
1: can you guys define mark? Cause oh, go sure. ahead. Sure. marked yeah.
3: retrieve is when the dog actually sees the bird or is supposed to see it. Yeah. And a blind retrieve is when they don't see the fall. And you give them hand signals. You you send them on a. I send it on. Back. You're, you're guiding them, but he's you're blind. You're guiding them. Yeah, yeah. he has yep. no idea you're where the bird's at. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a teamwork. So neither well, of you knows one. where the bird's at. Lost uh, bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but he might go out and find it. Is that's well, well, that somebody's just, got. A called, a but you still roughly guided it. Yeah, 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 I got you. Well, you know an ethical hunter will watch those birds until they're completely out of sight yeah. i've seen many so you can that don't, give them an
0: approximation of where it is and he'll look around exactly in and if i don't
3: them. think i could handle them to a bird I, I don't send my dogs on very many blinds quite frankly and in, in hunting situations you go over there practical. yourself too. go over there and get the dog on the bird and make sure or make sure you find it in the area of oh, the yeah, fall with you. if it's practical to send them I've, I've sent them on several but you know yeah. it, more often than not you're walking them out there to to find a cripple, well, like but, going after the craze,
0: life, going after the cranes day, The dog just knew, though.
3: Yeah, he saw him, yeah. and also he saw was, him. Or let me just fit it fit real quick the one that um, the one that uh, Ronnie you shot today and landed on the bank. He didn't see it, right. but I lined him up right, and I just lined him, and he and he could see it right there. So then when he saw it, I locked him and I set him. But in even the back. if he
2: couldn't have so, saw it, Ed lined him up, and he learns from that key of Ed's hand. That's right. You put your hand over the head dog's head and that dog's going to follow he knows
3: he's supposed to look in that direction and pay attention he saw the bird laying there now had he not seen it I would have said back and then when he veers off course you hit him with a sit whistle we give him a handle back
0: so this is a quick question then I got some more but just try to answer as quickly as possible because this is something I think a lot of people come up with and you guys probably encounter all the time is like people there are so many dudes out there who got a dog that was going to be like the big hunting dog and it winds up not it winds up not being you know and when that happens i typically think you know maybe the dog didn't have talent but i typically think like they didn't have the time due to due to obligations or laziness they didn't take the time to train the dog how let's say you a fella goes out and gets a puppy what is the bare minimum days put it by in terms of days a week days a month whatever what is the bare minimum you better be prepared to put into that dog when you bring it home to ever expect to have a dog that isn't going to embarrass you in front of your buddies, or that isn't just going to be a detriment to your hunting i think
3: probably more like for, hours a week exactly well yeah and it's to me it's yeah. more repetition um than it is length of time it's it's more short duration training sessions than a few long ones yeah, that's how I try to teach my kid to shoot his bow, my exactly. four year old. If you did 15 minutes every day, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's much better than like one Saturday right, a right, week. Right. So and it's particularly important, in my opinion, the first year is critical. I mean, you know, little babies' brains are like a sponge, so is a dog. Yeah. Um you know, and they wanna work, they wanna they wanna please you. So how many labs, hours do. how many hours a week?
0: I know it's hard to answer that way, but what would you it, say? It,
3: you know, um, you know, I probably spent more than I <laughs> more than well, I should know, have, but it's probably for, and, you know twenty some dogs, fifteen hours, ten to fifteen hours a week, maybe. right? And then there's some a considerable investment, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a considerable so investment if you want to train. If you want a basic, now back to your question, which yeah. was just you don't want a basic obedience Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 that's a bad. You way could put get it away with it. a half hour a day. So, oh yeah, that? exactly. You know, three three, three or four hours. And if you spend a half
2: an hour a day, you're going to have a dog better than the guy who doesn't spend that half hour a day. Yeah. You know. But one of the other biggest things that this is my biggest gripe with all dogs, and I'm sure Ed knows it too, is there's there's seven inherited traits to a pointing dog, and I, I guess there'd be six to a, a flushing dog. You know, there's desire, pointing, cooperation, tracking. Um, well that's embarrassing. I can't remember the rest of the <laughs> yeah. Can't remember your principles. But but anyway, there's inherited Can me to look it up for you. <laughs> my book's in the other room. There's inherited traits that this dog comes with in a in a package,
0: and inherited you know, me like out of the box, out
2: of the box, right out of there. the mama. And yep. all you got to do is like expose it a little bit, and and just just is like holy cow, my dog's holding point.
3: Oh, I'm with you now. You know where there's Your other dogs. You're helping dog, bring out stuff that's just there.
2: It's just there yep.
3: already. Yep, yep. And, that's right. And enhancing the instincts.
2: And so then the training, you could get one of those dogs out of a litter. It's just what we call a natural, like a, you know you know, natural athletes in high school. Yeah. The guy that could play all the sports,
0: and I couldn't run. Yep. You, know? you know, they had a cult. It's like they had they had a cult. It's me. Yeah, it's like yeah. the dog. It's like the dog we're talking about. We cycled through as a family. There you go. Many dogs, and all of a sudden, here comes this dog, yeah. and no one knew anything about it. It was just like this dog. One, one cared what you thought about it, and two liked to find dogs. So and it, that was, that was that's, all we were looking for. You and know, that's yeah. where
2: my that's my hallmark for a dog is I can have a lower desire dog, but it's got to have a high cooperation. Yeah. And my wire hairs didn't have, well, one of them did, but most of them didn't. My short hair, had, you know, she was okay. But natural cooperation in a, in a hunting dog is like an unspoken teamwork.
3: Yeah. You know, they got to be just, trainable. You get they stuff from
2: be. them. Then the training's easy because they're like, yeah. oh, this, is, this isn't, there's dogs that, I don't care who the trainer is, and, I'm, and you've seen people have made a lab get a title that don't deserve a title. You know what I mean? I'm sure you've I probably
3: passed a few of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, me too. Me too. <laughs> I've given
0: them the title. <laughs> I, yeah, I've given, exactly. I've given a
2: prize one dog, and I'm going, I wouldn't put that dog in my truck. But this guy has overwhelmed all the faults in this dog with obedience. This dog is just like on pins and needles. Oh, but yeah. he's, he's, he's masked it with obedience training. But if you can get a dog that's cooperative, that means he wants to work with you. Yeah. And like like a little dog that the team works gets really his important. first bird, and you get that puppy, he grabs a bird or whatever you throw, and he just brings it back to you. You're like, going, we might have something here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But the one that runs around the backyard, and like you're going, ah. Even as a puppy, you're going, i got to work with this dog.
3: Yeah, and you have and, to work more. So you're with saying you a guy can a them.
0: guy can take the pep out of a dog by pushing obedience too much. Oh yeah.
2: You, you Oh yeah, you and, can definitely do and that. And act their their behavior can be different. They can turn
3: into little assholes. But some of them need a need more. Oh yeah, and then there's obedience. other dogs that are like that. <laughs> and more like that kid that went to school
2: stick. that he did better at Catholic school than he would have done at public school because yeah. the nuns <laughs> just got him every And that's what dog training is, right? I mean it's like timing the Catholic nuns I had all my friends in to Catholic see. school
0: you, you know I want to mention Ronnie this is, I, this is, I, this is oh. a digression then I okay. want to get to some fast right. questions I want to answer mm-hmm. Ronnie you're just not that old but in his public school in swimming class the boys all swam Are naked we, that's the next episode on this podcast we're going to to <laughs> it just sounds so
2: long ago I mean, we had that we had that happen in Alaska we had that whole big conversation yeah. nobody believed it but yeah you're right I've never heard that. <laughs> no, they all swam.
0: Swimming class, Chicago, Chicago all
2: the boys Public, had to strip down and Chicago swim naked. Chicago Public High School, boys wow. had no suits. You swam naked. And when I went to... <laughs> I love that When book. I was being born the last day of October, second to last day of October, I was not as mature as the other boys. Oh, yeah. There
0: was no hair down there. And it was really like... You what? should have gotten a toupee. That is a
3: digression. <laughs> yeah, that's a digression. But
0: anyway, back right, real to, quick. Yeah, back to this. Because I want to ask some rapid-fire
2: dog okay, questions. Okay, so anyway... My that's this is what I look for more in a dog, is that natural cooperation. Then you've it's just makes the whole training thing easier. Yeah, your dog screw, wants to please. You can screw it up, but it makes the whole thing easier. And it's easy to see in a puppy. You can see cooperation issues all the time in a puppy. You can usually pick out the wallflower and the bull, right. right? And then the what you want one in between. It, it, that's what it's, you're yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. You don't want you don't want the Drive, one that's like, but dependent you them on you. Yeah. yeah you don't want the one that thinks
0: <laughs> i'm the boss <laughs> yeah no i'm with you yeah. so
2: yeah exactly yeah.
0: i think it's kind of like that finding a mate too man you might have something i there. might be honest i should write a relationship book No, honest. I, I want you to do something i want you to role play what are you doing on your phone there
1: i'm trying to get a picture of you know, who's, the, who's messing with their uh, cord
0: is. real bad is someone fiddling with their cord you Everybody that? hold dead still, except Giannis. Now do what you were doing. Yeah, it's you. It's driving me nuts. Sorry, not bad, Ed. A little bit. Yeah. What do you do on your phone? We're wasting time. I want, here's a, <laughs> I want you. I want, you on, I want I want you to role play as a dude who likes to hunt a little bit of everything, asking a question about what kind of dog he
1: needs. I can do that because I was actually doing that oh, earlier today. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Yeah.
0: You're a fellow like Giannis, lives in in Montana, a lot of hunting opportunities upland, waterfowl, mountain lions.
1: I have two young
0: kids. Two young kids that he can't be having getting killed by dogs. His wife could be really <laughs> mad about that. Please don't like it either. Please don't like it. What dog does Giannis want? So I'm saying I'm putting this to a pointer guy and a, and a retriever guy, but you guys find consensus. You gotta find well, consensus. I,
2: I, I think because,
0: the I, I want I know I'm asking the question. I want to interject yeah, one more yeah. thing. A pointer guy has to. I think a pointer guy and a retriever guy are both chasing an ideal, right? Sure. A pointer guy dreams of that moment, right? And there's the dog locked on point, right? Shotgun at the ready. The, that's ta- his,
1: the tail is just slightly sl- like a boner. <laughs> that's his image. Oh, super stiff. Not giving you a little oh, like no, flag.
0: No. Just, <gasps> really? Just <gotcha>. not like <laughs> flaccid. Just ready <laughs> yeah. to rock. Yeah, no, so, flaccid. no flaccid windies. <laughs> that's his image. Yeah. I think the retriever guy's image is, is his dog in flight out of the blind. Into the icy cold water. Right. And, and he swims out and brings you the duck.
1: Yeah. That's a good vision. Yeah, I can see
0: That's that. That's your that, magazine cover. That picture covers. I just
1: got of my brother-in-law's oh. chocolate, chocolate lab, Sage, who's also named Sage. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> oh. a female. Let me look at this here. But this dog. These guys are shooting just drakes. This dog sits on the bow, and when he calls that dog's name, that dog, with no running start, <laughs> Hits the water 15 feet out. I mean, it's got some spring pretty Air time.
0: Amazing. Yeah, see, that that's the picture right there, man. I mean, it's like, yeah. Yanni's showing a picture. This is your brother-in-law down in Tennessee. Yeah. He's got a black lab. Chocolate. Chocolate lab. He's got a bunch of mallards hanging there. Blowing Springs kennel. Kennels is where it's from. Mm-hmm. That's where he bought it from? Yeah. As G. Gordon Liddy says, we're now going to take a break for crass commercial messages. Hey, it's Steve here. Picture this. You're on the African Serengeti and a lion appears out of nowhere and is barreling down on you. Well, when the difference between life and death is mere seconds, you want a firearm sight you can trust. That's why XS Sights took proven dot-the-eye sight pictures from firearms used on African safaris and applied it to modern defensive handguns. Made in America since 1996, XS Sights now offer a variety of sight pictures. As a second-generation, family-owned, Texas-based business, they believe in products that actually work. And since 70% of self-defense scenarios happen in low light, their quick-to-acquire sights are designed to help in just that situation. It's very simple, very intuitive, very clean sites. Try XS Sites for yourself and see why they're the brand trusted by industry leaders. Now, if you shop today at XSSites.com and use code MeatEater at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. That's XSSites.com, code MeatEater. XS Sites, the fastest sites in any light rain or shine every day is a great day for fishing right and you probably got rain gear but you shouldn't overlook sunny day gear columbia pfg solar stream elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest day man i was just in hawaii and i had my columbia pfg solar stream elite hoodie with me and here's the deal we're in and out of the water all the time getting in to go fishing, getting out taking the kids to the beach i'm not gonna mess around all day putting sunscreen on then having to get washed off i just run a hoodie I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to, especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection? We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow, so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head on over to columbia.com slash PFG and shop all of their performance fishing gear. All right, so there's Giannis, just moved, you know, young strapping lad, two young kids, just moved to Bozeman. He's got Upland Waterfowl. He, goes, he says to you guys, he, he says to Ed first, Ed, what kind of dog do I want, man? I just want a dog that's ready to roll. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing. Give him your pitch. I'm willing to put some time in training. He's willing to put a little money down. Not a lot. He don't want to spend more than $1,000. Well, $1, he still owes you $1,000. Well, he owes me $1,000 for the bet. <laughs> he, he, let's just also add this. I excuse him. <laughs> I excuse him of his debt of $1,000. Then I'll give him a dog. And he doesn't want to spend any more than that. He doesn't want to spend any more than that on a dog. And that's absolute top limit. He'd be a lot happier to spend three, $400. Oh, well, he can't do that. Okay. 1000 bucks. Okay,
1: well, first off, no, let's with this. What's I'm his budget? Smarter, I'm smart enough to know that what I'm getting into is going to cost a little bit of money. Just like and you don't go lock. buying cheap rangefinders.
0: Right. Well, you you got to go. spend a little money on okay, it. So what, so that. So that's the first question. It's also a 10 to One word commitment. answer. What's his budget if he's smart? His budget a should bucks. be a, a thousand minimum. Yeah. Ed? A thousand. Okay. So now that's what, I sell my,
3: that's what I'd sell my puppies to you for. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Giannis, again, we already know his credentials, says to you, ask him, just say it right now as your role play. Ed? Can you do it in Latvian? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's my that, name that's and Nikolai latin
1: Viennus- <laughs> <Sony>. <laughs> I love it to say. yeah yeah I'm looking for a dog that can really do everything as well as come inside at the end of the day hang out with my girls and be a family dog I can put in 10 hours a week with it. That's great. Train it. You're going to take that That's time? time. That's that right? a lot of time. But that time comes away from your dog. Tens a lot of time. No, we're going to do it together. 15 oh, minutes a day right. would be best he's going right. to get. He's but.
0: doing it with his children, so you're not
2: like messing up. The first up his-
1: year, we can't do it?
2: Oh, you could. If you're home enough, you could do an hour a day. But you know what? I Not to stop the question, but you also got to remember, a young dog, you don't do an hour a day.
3: No. You do it little you segments. Little Five f- minutes here, 10 minutes here. Three to f- yeah. Three or five, ten, right. fifteen minutes becomes longer and longer. And, and mean, when I said okay, 10, let's let's fifteen keep moving hours, yeah, okay. this is I wanna get okay. to, I wanna I okay. wanna I wanna okay. get, I wanna get this, there. Here's, here's my bias. Here's your Yep. It's it's a biased answer, but the Labrador Retriever is without exception one of the best dogs for all around hunting conditions and they're really great family dogs.
0: But it can't find birds? Oh, they, can't find birds. Pre-shot birds. they can't find pre shot birds. It can't find alive no. birds. Oh sure Say that again
2: he's
0: not I'm not following that. Yeah. They no. won't go out and find oh, sure. birds well. before you shot them.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you yeah, got Will, under the retriever.
3: You, you got under what the, what the retriever side yeah, of that, it. So that, you feel
0: like they're pretty reliable at finding. Oh
3: birds, yeah, the, up the birds. dog that you hunt, that I hunted with today, Sage, my Sage. That is one of the better pheasant labs I've ever had. Find Steve, it is not many. Flushing of 75. I'm playing the devil's no, advocate. No, 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 no. Steve, I keep that that's dog why within, I said within earlier, 30 yards. The dogs are divided into Flushing. I'm playing groups. devil's advocate. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He's, because, he's a good upland dog. If, you, you have to train him on all of this stuff, but they're good in the duck blind, they're good on upland, and they're great with the family. But what, yeah, let, uh, me, let me put what he will not do – he won't point but there are pointing labs <laughs> but you know what i <laughs> found really want, we don't want to go there yeah i know labs
0: will in some way once you get in tune with their body language will in their own inadvertent way alert you to the oh, presence sure. of a
3: bird sure who did i tell the story he's to trying to I, find
0: it but you know by his body language that right. something's yeah, up it's getting close yeah,
3: it's getting close i think yeah. i told you last night on the way back no. about sage and the oh, last yeah. two roosters yeah. I, he was telling me they're right here yeah running. ed
0: was out hunting he got real sick of walking and kind of stopped his <laughs> was running dog after like looked back from him from the top <laughs> of the hill kind of being like you have to be kidding me you have to he's come right here. here this is
3: so exciting and he goes up there and there's two pheasants but this is the problem with the flushing breeds versus the pointers i ran my ass off chasing that dog because he's really good on runners and he was chasing a running blackbird. bird right and, and so, if you want to put your tennis shoes on and chase a flusher after yeah. birds. Otherwise, you do it gentlemanly and go to the point. Yeah. So, I uh, gotta
1: say, I almost don't want a lab just because everybody—not everybody. Now I know somebody that doesn't have a lab. Well, you're <laughs> lab, You don't want a common dog. Everybody's got a lab. What do they run in Latvia? I have no idea. I I'd looked that up. Cur's hound's. All right. so you, that runs pigs. You I already guess. know the
0: question. So there is Giannis. He's going to give you an abbreviated version of the question in Latvian.
1: Tell me why. I would say that what you need. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: if I was going to sell my breed of dog to you, I would say the shortcomings of my dogs would be. Ooh, that's a that's tactful start with the short that
0: because he's gonna close
2: in, in with a big cell you live in Mount, bozeman montana and if you are going to do a fair amount of winter foul waterfowl hunting then you don't want one of my dogs because you're gonna have to put a vest on it's gonna it, it has a very short coat i do have one male that goes through cedar you know cedar creek oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time walks that creek and, but that creek runs through my veins man that yeah He walks right up to January 1st when we have to quit. He walks that creek. Doesn't get cold. But most of them, they're going to be shaking like a. And that's a cold ass
0: place, too. Yeah. I
2: mean, like, ducks show
0: up, they're really good in December, and that stuff's frozen. My thing
2: would be like, if you think you're going to do more duck hunting, then you want to get something with a really good coat, and you can't get a better coat than a lab. Well, maybe a Jesse. I don't know. I, I think it's. If you really get a good lab coat,
3: Jesse's are a top duck dog, no doubt. Yeah,
2: but I mean, they got they're warmer than a lab. Yeah, they're denser, I think, probably. But I think I'm kind of digressing here. But what Ed faces, and a lot of pointing breeds face, is so many people have bred these dogs without the concern for coat and confirmation. You're getting labs that don't have a good coat. Oh, you know what I mean? So because they've been breeding them as house dogs, house dogs and and uh, show dogs and everything else, yeah. and so that that makes a difference but the breed i have now the brocco italiano that is it's a couch potato it is a i absolutely you'd find upland birds with it you you could jump shoot ducks you could you could go out break some skim ice shoot a few birds put a vest on it but if you're going to really be out in the cold a lot i would i would go with a dog with a better coat Either another versatile dog, if you wanted a pointer, or a lab. And we kind of both kind of laughed about the pointing labs. As Ed, yeah. Ed's <laughs> been around them for years, I'm sure. And in NAVDA, our, our kind of joke is when somebody says, well, are pointing labs ever going to come into NAVDA? And one of the leaders of our group goes, a pointing lab is a fault. It's a flushing dog. Why oh. why yeah. why would, would you want a pointing dog that didn't hold point? Yeah. Why would you want a flushing dog that stops in the middle of what he's doing?
3: Well, you know. Yeah. Well, it's it, like it'd be like if
2: you Met an exotic dancer who's
0: a good cook. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, so Ronald, I,
1: yeah, that's a good analogy. You know, my,
3: my very first lab, actually, I wouldn't say she was a pointer by any means, but you know, she, she got up on the bird and she, she knew it was there, right, saw it, right. smelled it. So, i just tell her to stay. Right. I'd walk up and just say, get him," and she'd you dive in, and I, birds would come up. If so. those, I would love to have one of those. Yeah. You know. But she was a flusher. That but plain and simple, I would never call her pointer. People lab. have
2: started to try to. Just make this new breed of pointing labs. And I don't, I'm sure they're not, I, I don't know how I like
1: I know, how do you feel
0: about it? Like, once oh, what, how, how long have we been going for? 53.
1: Uh, and I got a bonus question. We got a bonus question, and you got to give me the pitch. And,
0: and oh. he wrote down a question that he hasn't answered yet. Okay. Anyway, the, my pitch would be if you
2: wanted a pointing dog that would be a great family dog, I'd have to agree with my breed of Brock Italianos or possibly some uh, uh griffin wire-haired pointing griffon maybe a Vishula back to the short-haired those breeds are not well there's the other two are kind of popular but they're a little bit more on a docile side uh, a german wire hair is a little crazy a german short hairs weimaraners and again everyone's gonna if people hear this they're gonna go
3: oh you son of a bitch
2: i'm saying just oh in because general, people will
0: fight it's like arguing yeah. over rifle calibers yeah
2: exactly or whether a 20 yeah, gauge is better than 12 gauge There's are gonna be 20 everybody's well, got to breed I've been on websites where people defend pit bulls now i'm sorry i don't want one next to me i know there's some sweetheart pit bulls out there i just don't want one next to me yeah so when i say general statement um you'd want one of the more docile pointing breeds that are known for being a little more laid back you know with the family yeah 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 and if
3: you want to run big still, CRP. but you're not giving and,
0: a good sell. Huh. You've devoted <laughs> like you've devoted yeah. a, a huge portion of your life to these dogs, and you're basically telling a guy, I'd go get a lab. But no but If you want one, get a docile one. No, I I know there's more in you because if it wasn't you wouldn't have this is all you've ever been like yeah, like Since you know me. When you're besides your work and your family. This is what you love, and you're
2: not. You're not telling the boy. Yeah, but see, I don't. I don't like hard sell a dog. I just can't do it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, you know, you, I, you got too much. Yeah, too right. much morals and stuff.
2: Yeah, I, it's just like. Well, it just depends on what you want, right? I I, I would just It's just not the right question to ask me because I want more information about what you want, and I'm gonna say, you, "Hey, it's, I'll tell people." I don't
3: think it's. For you you. said it all around. Yeah, you no, all, I'm with you. you. When you say it, all around, that and here's means my bonus and it will make it all field. around.
1: My bonus question is: okay. You all know I'm much more of a big game hunter than I am small game, waterfowl, birds, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if it's legal in Montana. You can't do it in Colorado. But if I had a trail w-
0: of wounded animal, yeah. and a dog, you know, in Montana, I don't know. Michigan, you can.
1: Michigan, you can.
0: I think it used to not be able to, then also became able to recently. Yeah, yeah. somewhat. I think recently. I I I totally. If you've, I know it's hard to figure out if you've hit and wounded a dog or hit and wounded a not, not a dog. Hidden wounded a big game animal. I don't, I think that anything you can throw at it to find it, you should be able to throw at it to find it. And I haven't heard both sides of the story. Maybe there's a great argument why not. I just don't see, like, how would the retrieval of game ever be a negative? I just yeah. can't picture oh, it. I agree. Well, Put the reason it's illegal
1: is be right, but the reason it's legal is because people would run them. Yeah, I know. You're, you're heading
0: people in. That's yeah, the problem. You're heading off abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, like, it's so hard to discuss laws and legal stuff. Like, my brother has a rule that like, when he discusses this stuff, he's talking about what's the goal yeah. of the legislation rather than how people are going to get around it. And so I, I support the goal. In
1: personal ethics here. Yeah, I support the goal. But like, play. we That's want, to, way find, to, think we about want
0: to find that. Yeah, first that and foremost, if someone needs find to retrieve that deer, Damn. what is going to help him retrieve that
1: yeah. deer? And, and look, that dog's not going to be with you on that bow hunt. You're going to, let's right. say if you're you not make, using a dog to help you on the bow hunt. No, you, you, let's say you make a, you know, your shot's not quite right on. You and I are going to spend a day, 24 hours, looking for it, exhausted, and go, okay, it's time to go home and get the dog because all we got is yeah. pin drops for you know half a mile.
2: Well, if I was going to speak to what you're looking for then, and I, and I know labs are used for tracking. I mean, they, they can do a great job of tracking.
3: They'll find a wound You deer. can train them, though, yeah, you if can, you really wanted to. Right. You can yeah, train they, them. they
2: can certainly do it. Yep. Um, but the versatile breeds, again, this would not be maybe my breed, Although mine have, I have one guy that works for Bear Archery that tracks a bunch of deer with his dog all the time, with a Bronco. With a Bronco. and uh, but some of the versatile breeds, tracking recovery of crippled game was their their biggest biggest. It's leashed. That, that was their barometer. There's an old saying when it comes to pointing breeds, the Germans want a tracking dog that will point, and the Americans want a pointing dog that will track.
0: Ah, so can I kind so, of cut it real quick. Montana yeah, yeah. it's legal to track with a leashed dog. which I think is, a, is a pretty good. That's a great compromise. That's a smart yeah,
2: it's a it really it's a good compromise, yeah. yeah. Fact, most dog most states I think it's leash. Most
0: states. That's reasonable.
2: He's not
1: going to be out killing other and stuff. Now yeah. Now is that is that reasonable to ask that of the dog? Can he oh, pull it off? Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, it just
2: that's where it comes into the demeanor of not being you're crazy it's like okay I, and you train them that way you train them on the leash you you do blood you train them so
3: they know what their job right. is that's and exactly so right so they
2: just know like that leash is not a big deal i know i'm pulling my dad along but he's not going crazy and yeah i i've seen dogs do i have that one wire hair black one in Haskell we talked about he, yeah he tracks several deer he killed a killed a couple deer
3: so, to the point Killed. of being able to. we have shark. your pants yeah.
2: over here, Mike. Oh, he's got them. He's got them. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> <laughs> we are in a small house in Western Texas. And one of the, you one just of the don't know what you're going to see. in our the cameraman house is moving us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, Steve asked him if his buttocks hurt.
0: All right, so, um, just to wrap, I want to wrap a couple things up. Your, your bonus question is taken care of? Ed should
1: answer it briefly well what's the question <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he also he the, also loves big game yeah i love big game and right. you know it'd be great if, if my dog if i could train my dog to do that oh yeah and you just said that if he, he yeah, no you can train to him to train. do
3: anything just a quick side note the dog we hunted with today sage i actually trained him to find dead bats and birds under wind turbines i used to do research on windmill and fatality windmills and fatalities oh, right? wildlife where, where were you doing that work mostly back east in pennsylvania so you'd go on to big
0: wind farms to see if, if they are, really are knocking birds out. if though. they
3: killed bats and and bird, mostly bats but uh, but birds as well but i actually trained him and i got him trained in 5 days and he'd go out and in our trials he, he found over 80 80% of the trial bats really so we were pretty and confident that he was still to good but retrieve, exactly right? it's yeah. the desire to find something you just something. you just turned it you've channeled it and i'll it. tell you how we did it you channeled it yeah exactly i just took the bats some frozen bats and i'd set them out there somewhere <laughs> who doesn't have and a frozen bat and when he bat? actually found them well, let's not get into that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so when he found it, I'd give him a food treat, and I'd throw it. Right. But more importantly, I'd throw him a bumper. <coughs> the yeah, retrieve is the ultimate. Oh, yeah. so you re- then you he, reward him. with I being able to do him. a retrieve, and then you just phase out. And this is with any kind of training; you just phase out of that after a while. Then less reward the, the game, or the or the the or command, work. or whatever it is, becomes the reward. Right. Yeah. My buddy so, Brant, who I mention often trained you did
0: the same thing he's a researcher like yourself yep. trained his dog um to find nests, duck I, nests. I had i had one that trained dog that too. got very good at finding my very nests, first which was, he said are fact, if you don't have a dog out there and you don't if you don't have a dog out there and you don't have a hen who's wearing a tracker yep <laughs> it is extremely difficult to find duck nests in yep. high grass and he would just he just knocked it out of the park finding with that dog yep.
3: i did the same thing with my first my first lab and Duck she nest. wouldn't get there and destroy the eggs. Yeah. She'd
0: get there and be like,
3: right, right here. And right here it and, is, and yeah. Yep. The
2: same note. that's why they do all the banning of woodcock and wood, uh, wood um, grouse with pointing dogs. Is that right? Because when they come into
0: the scent, he won't get in there and crush it.
2: Right. Yep. So it's, it's like, mm, mm, can't move. And you're right there with the dog. Tell the dog to, whoa, it's got to be trained dog.
3: Then you can do all the work with the eggs or the. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So to your bonus s- question. Yeah. You could you can train these dogs to do yeah. those, things. but what dog more out of the
0: box is going to want to do it? Probably some kind of well, it'd probably be a bloodhound, right? It'd be
3: like a lion yeah. dog. That would be their or instinct. Dog, yes, right?
2: that would be. I, I would say, yeah. If if all you wanted to do was track, problem is with a with the hound group, you want to say bloodhound? Very few bloodhounds ever get in any competition and are trained for tracking anymore. It's it's a great old dog but they're not real active um then if you were to try how are as family dogs just quickly bloodhound I've never had one in the house I don't know I think bloodhounds no experience are, with that yeah but I know the other dogs that would track better and faster would be your blue ticks and your uh all, all the coon dogs the, the bear. Cur. but but they it's my sales pitch they don't they don't listen good they're very independent who's this now Bear dogs and coon dogs. Oh yeah, that
0: you were. lying oh, yeah. on them to Floyd's be. Floyd's lion dogs. Floyd's lion dogs would kill you. <laughs> really? <laughs> they like the whole lions, and they got to fight lions.
2: Yeah, yeah. They those dogs are ready
0: to fight. One dog will go fight a lion. Wow. It's it's like he he would rather die than pull yeah, out of the that, fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
2: I've never seen those dogs.
0: Lion. Do not snuggle. <laughs> yeah
2: see my dog probably just, don't want that one for your kids really and it sounds like being like
0: Floyd would like, die if he knew I was saying that his dogs would kill you I don't I don't mean they kill you I'm just saying like those dogs think about one thing they think about their group dynamic which is very complex because there's a bunch of them you know you're running like you got a dozen dogs or whatever right. they think about so they what, got that what mentality. they got going on yeah and then they think about how does that relate to catching lions <laughs> you know yeah.
2: And that's not a dog you want for the house. <laughs> no. oh. So, really, I think it's if you want to concentrate on blood tracking, I would say pick one of the versatile breeds because it's probably more in the gene pool. But I also know that my new son in law, his family in Pensacola, uh, Florida, they have a hunting camp in Alabama, and their two blood tracking dogs are their labs so I mean really are they good at finding deer yeah they are yeah. and then he, that's will the will they one find that, pigs I don't think they've ever done it, but that's uh, the guy that who well, bought train, the dog for me and became my son-in-law and so he ran his brocco with the labs and I was Broncos tracking blood
3: so I mean, I've mean, i never trained one to track big game but I'm sure you can do it yeah because the way I train for trailing for pheasants is you buy a pin raised pheasant and you kill it and you drag it Right. And, oh yeah, yeah. And you drag it through a field, and you plant it somewhere where you know yeah. where you know it is, and you get the dog out and put him on the sand right. and work him till he finds it.
0: You know what's, what's kind right. of a uh, I don't mean to offer this as a wrap up, but what's interesting is the first time I ever went hunting pigs with dogs, they had classic trackers, you know, like hounds. Mm-hmm. Then they had where pit was bulls in? in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they yeah, had yeah. pit bulls. I think they're pit bulls, or they look like a pit bull. Yeah, some they had sort pit of terrier. Bulls. That they had a dog that would track the pig. Mm-hmm. Then they'd have a dog that would catch the pig and anchor it. And these dogs knew to grab that pig by the ears and they would hold that thing to the ground. All right. So the dogs worked in come hell or high water. And these guys like that's just how you do it. Then I later did that in New Zealand, and they had a dog that looked like a toned-down greyhound, and they even had whip it in them. They bred whip it in them for speed. And these dogs were great pig hunters, but they wouldn't actually fight the pig they, would they could, just harass they the couldn't pig. manhandle the pig they would they would not anchor a pig yeah they would harass it and corner it and keep it busy while you went and caught up with it yeah end result end result is you got to get in there and fight the dog you got to fight the pig a little bit more right but that little thing would dip the third time i ever went and did this was in florida what janus talked about earlier whole other deal whole different kind of dog no pit bulls no whippets well what was it Oh, they're a hound, Some kind of smaller hound dog.
1: But they had one big, uh, I can't remember her name, but there was that one big cur that looked like it. Oh, they have, did Yeah, remember that big. Uh, remember the
0: dogs that all got in the huge fight with the raccoon? remember the dog. She was that, in there. That boar charged that dog and laid it open good.
1: Yeah, and they had small. Those dogs were small, most of them. Like, yeah. they had, like but but 40
0: pounds or. No, uh, probably bigger than that. 50
2: pounds. I nah,
1: maybe 45 pounds. 40, yeah. yeah, probably 40. But there was one <laughs> that was like a. Seventy seventy five 75 pound I don't remember that big dog. chested was that some the one who got ripped cur? up by the pig no I think it was one of the little ones well, what's funny about this guy <laughs> what no he said big chested
0: oh this guy uh his dog gets you know he's got dogs they're getting fights with pigs all the time yeah and I said to him I said man I said what's your vet think you guys bringing in these cut up dogs does your vet think that it's like, does he get mad? you like, it's abusive to put these dogs in these situations. He goes, no, I went and found a vet that likes to hunt pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That would certainly help. Yep, that would help. All right, where are we at with time? We should probably. We're there. All right, so the the logical conclusion of this is you need to go buy a Bracco Italiano in a lab. You, a dog. M- you need a budget of, what, would- what do you need for a budget? they're a little pricey ron has a thing or ron, <laughs> ron pricey has got a dog that's a fat like you're not this you're not gonna take offense by this you got a dog that's a fashionable dog not fashionable it's unknown it's rare and, and people want it for Very, novelty yeah. and he yes. has even sold dogs no. a handful of them, more than a handful of them to people who have no intention of hunting that right. dog
1: right
3: how
0: can you do that well it's easy it's called
2: twenty five hundred dollars for an eight week old puppy that just says. Oh.
3: I did the same thing when There's I was no, yeah. No one knows yeah. if then you good or not. About no three quarters of my dogs. But you got to realize went went to pets family. And
2: answer me this: How many lab? How many labs do you think are in this country?
3: Lots. I have no idea. How many people? people. Millions. How okay. many people per family?
2: Just divide that by. Okay. So let's just say right how many now, American families right are There's labs, probably. Yeah. I'm going to say there's five million labs in this, in this country. Let, or let's just say a million. That's a, that's a safe number. There's 300 million people. Let's just say 500 thousand. I'll bet you. I can look it only, up. Well, yeah, well, it doesn't you, matter. There's a bunch I'll bet of, you only two to three percent of them ever put a duck in their mouth.
3: Yeah so for sure.
2: it's the same way when if some, that if that if yeah. if that so same thing this is a very esoteric dog it costs a lot to import and it costs a lot to the price is going to come down and they're all going to they're all going to come down to the price but right now um there's somebody who don't know shit from pudding i sell them for twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs>
0: so 200. you don't feel any kind of moral thing where you got to make sure they're going to hunt that dog
2: No, I push them in my my registry, in my breeding contract. If they ever want to breed this dog, then they have to do all the things I do. They have to do a NAVDA test. They have to have health tests, hips, eyes, x-rays, everything. And I'm like, okay, then you're just as new as I was 25 years ago. But you're going to do what I do. And if they do that, and the dog's got to pass a hunting test, this dog's got the ability to do it, and I'm fine with that. Did you hear to, about
0: what happened to Matt recently? He bought a, a guy, gave him a cow <laughs> that <laughs> for, for some reason was assumed to be infertile. Oh, yes, yes, I did hear that. Yeah. And then I don't know how it happened. Someone mm-hmm. brought a bull over, and but this is my brother. Someone brought a bull. That could be mutilating this story, but the basic gist is a guy gives him a cow that's supposed to be in, in, not, yeah. not viable, infertile. Somehow a bull comes over. Turns out the cow is not, in fact, infertile has a calf, Matt decides to get out of the livestock business and takes his cow-calf pair down to sell them at an auction. Gets in a little trouble with the brand inspector who wants to brand papers. Matt has no idea what he's talking about because the guy (laughs) just gave it to him. Because he's never had cows before. (laughs) Winds up, he has to go to the guy that gave him the cow. The guy that gave him the cow is not happy because he has like a protected bloodline, Right. Right, like a name he's got to defend. Right, mm-hmm. he's got a reputation, and here he gives one of his cows to so, someone who just like, goes and breeds it with some bull down the road. <laughs> but he was told
1: it was not viable.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, I know, but anyways, he had to go talk. To, he had to get himself. I can see it. that getting messy. So I can see that getting messy. The, the long and short of the story is he was impressed by beef prices. <laughs> It's a good He's, way to wrap yeah. that up. He's out of the stock business now, but he was in it pretty thick for a couple days there. <laughs> so, Ed, budget. Dog budget.
3: Uh, if you get really high-powered field trial bred dogs, they're going to push. By that, you, know, you mean what? Field high, field. those The sire or the dam or both have titles. field trial champions. Right. So, he knows a good smart. And the mom and dad went to Harvard. Exactly. <clears throat> it's Cadillac, the Maserati. But, you know... A good average hunting dog is going to be a thousand bucks, usually minimum thousand fifteen hundred. I think the key thing to look for um, when I was breeding readily through brown dog retrievers when I had my kennel, my my advice to people if they couldn't afford it, it's like that's fine, but if you buy one out of the paper for three or four hundred bucks, make sure it's got the health guarantees. Right, a good act, a good breeder is going to give you, you know is going to have all the certificates you need yep. they're they're free yep. of all good, known congenital good diseases good time, hips good elbows good eyes good all that stuff and they will give you should do that now yeah that's right and they will give you a certificate that if there's any of those problems that show up congenitally if over a certain time i mean you don't wait for hips to you right. know show up with a 12 yeah. year old dog with bad hips and right. say i want a puppy out it's of called it. arthritis exactly <laughs> But that's what you're really looking for, and to get a good, well-bred dog with the traits you want, good health certificate, you're, you're looking at a thousand bucks.
0: I'm going to ask you another really tough question. Let's say you go down, like my—I said my brother went to a lab rescue place, right? Basically, randomly selects a dog. If you had to put it in percentage points, what are the what are the odds that he's going to walk out of there? He just goes in. There's ten dogs in there. He randomly selects a dog. Don't don't factor in health. Okay, we'll just make an assumption about health. What are the chances he's gonna come home with with a a hunting dog that'll make him proud? Versus he gets one whose mom and dad are all the stuff you're talking about.
3: I think he's got a good chance. I'm gonna say probably maybe 75 percent that the dog wants to do the work, Mm -hmm. but he's gonna have to put the work into it to train it to do it so he doesn't embarrass his but embarrass his butt. That's they're the best of pound buddies. That's the pound puppy. They've got the instincts. If it's a purebred lab, yeah. they're yeah. all, I mean, it's on a gradient, right? You know, they're not yeah. all good. Right. And some of them are great. Uh, to your point, you know, you you pull one out of the lab or the rescue, and you get a really good one. That's because he was he nope. has the drive and the instincts. Wait, I mean, he, he may have been that. pretty well bred. So he's
0: got a seventy-five with a pound puppy. What's he got with a with a dog who's got a got some? Now I'm saying
3: with instinct that right. would actually seventy-five. Go out that he's and do got instinct. Whether got to not you screw it up or not, exactly. He's yeah. got to train that in. Might be, maybe that drops to 25%, <laughs> depending on <laughs> you know who's... What? When, if you're buying one from a lab rescue, it might drop to 25% yeah. real quick. When
2: Ned said that, it reminded me of a saying a guy told me years and years ago. When you talk about dogs, well, it's the best dog. Breed best to the best. Don't always breed best to the best. You've got you to gotta say, this dog's got a fault. That dog's got a fault. <laughs> yeah, but they're both great. No, they both got a serious fault. And the same fault can repeat itself. There's an old saying... The best boxer, heavyweight, lightweight, middleweight boxer, never stepped off a porch in his life, never stepped into the ring. He just didn't box. No one knows. So yeah. you get that dog like you guys got. That that dog wasn't trained by any handlers. That wasn't trained by any nothing. And that could have been one of the best dogs in the world. Yep. And through great dogs. Yeah. You just never know. So you never know
0: who's. Just right. don't know. I think what you're buying right, so yeah, so but we gotta answer the second part. Okay. okay. What are this dude's odds if he goes through the whole jumps through the hoops, buys like a dog with all the paperwork, diplomas? Or the mom and dad have the paperwork. Better
3: than average. Yeah. Yeah. But you're already better than average. You said 75%. That was instincts. Okay, yeah. let, let, let me, let me re- so,
0: this is the last thing we're gonna talk about. I want to sure. re ask the question. You got a guy. He's a he's has everything it takes as a beginner trainer. He's gonna going to the pound and get a dog, and he's got the time. He's got the time that is necessary to put into it. What are the odds he's going to pull a good dog versus what I'm trying to get you to answer? You know what I'm trying to get you to answer. Does it actually pay? Is it actually worth your time to look and be like, who were the mom and dad, all that garbage? Is Is it just random, or do you really get something when you get that?
3: Now I'm gonna maybe drop it to fifty-fifty, but you know the reality is, I I think most of the labs have good instincts, but not all of them are gonna be hunters right out of the box. Yeah. And you know if you're, it depends on their age. You know the old dog new trick thing. I mean you can train old dogs, but your gotcha. best your best bet is to start with a young dog, and, and train. You and, didn't put you know, an age in that puppy. No, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you so, had to get one, you was old... To the, yeah, one if that was went, old one that was a puppy you'd always go with the puppy yeah I would I would if I was going to train one yeah. yeah if you go down to rescue a six year, six or eight year old lab they're kind of setting get. their ways and you're you, you, get you get what you get probably getting a house dog yeah probably Because so yeah really let me good, qualify those percentages really with, so so you're, not really, you're not really you're not really comfortable answering that question
1: <laughs> well it's, well, hard, it's, it's too hard. too
3: much unknown I'm such a classic scientist it just depends you know I can give
1: you a little antidote my brother-in-law who owns Sage we just saw pictures of who was a or is a Two thousand plus dollar puppy. I don't know exactly what he pays. I know that he's. She just got bred at six years old for the very first time, and he's expecting, you know, to make some dividends. His first lab that he trained very hard was a rescue pound dog, Bonnie. Amazing dog. Loved that dog. He had no idea they just grabbed her. He put the time in, and it was an amazing lab. Yeah. So you know, there you go. He got both of
3: them. All right. Yep. But All you right. could you could spend that kind of money and you know for come a high power debt lab and come out with nothing. So. This is a, oh okay. go ahead. no, it's late. But
2: um, there's also if you want to buy a dog, I think one of the best ways to do, if you can do it, if it's in your budget, you're ready to spend a thousand or two thousand dollars on a dog, go meet the parents of those dogs, spend some time with is that right? breeder, and then because if there's something you don't like about either of them dogs, you might get that in your puppy. Yeah. So that. But it's hard to do these days. These dogs get sold on the, you know, through the internet. I, I have sold dogs from coast to coast, north to south. You Canada, deliver
3: your dogs? Most of them. I shipped one to Greece. Did you? <laughs> really? I did. Yeah, yeah. A gal from, uh, from uh, Mykonos Island in Greece. I say the same me. thing about spouses. You know, been yeah, married, <laughs> I've been <laughs> married for a long
1: time. People ask me, you know, advice. I'm like, dude, go hang out with the parents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really? Say, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Are you don't kidding? Say. Me? Says, you're, you're, like I know your, people
1: say that, but I don't you know. If you don't like man,
2: your mother in law you're marrying them a woman. I just can't
0: <laughs> picture it. I can't picture it if someone had went and said, like, like, like. Before somebody, you decide. No, someone had <laughs> said to my wife, oh, go hang out with Frank and Rosie, and you'll find out <laughs> what it's like to be married to Steve. I just uh, don't see how uh, you'd ever get them. I, I, I gotta give you that. I think yeah, that, but, you gotta just find, like,
2: it'd be the idiosyncrasies. It's not the real person, but. Yeah. It's a good point you and
0: Frank are not the same. <laughs> we both like stuff real organized. <laughs> That's true. And not a lot of garbage like spent shotgun shells all over the floor and stuff like that. <laughs> Ronnie thinks ooh. cup holders are little things that hold empty shotgun
1: shells. Why did put them <laughs> well, no, one is for non-spent. Yeah, it's for spent. spent. Or <laughs> maybe a mix. Yeah, <laughs> the console,
0: chance. the console is for unshot. The little door holders are for spent shotgun shells. Um. <laughs> okay. All right, we gotta go. This is actually like a two-part podcast because we're going to do part two. Uh, Later? Some other time? No, we're going to do it real soon, and okay. we're going to talk about why we're here, which is the real tall bird with the real good meat. We're, we're going to uh, pick that up, and hopefully we're going to bring in a, uh, a, a another guy who, who shot a mountain of these tall, good-to-eat birds. Hopefully this is all going to happen. I think it's going to happen. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in more. Also, this is Mediator the podcast. You can always, always, always watch Meat Eater the TV show by getting yourself access to the Sportsman Channel or go to Mediator. I can never remember how that goes. Is it VHX TV or TV.VHX? Hold on a minute. Don't go anywhere. It's, um, I really need to commit this to memory. One minute. My buddy set this thing up and it's not. I'm sure it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> just stay tuned here a minute. <laughs> me go dot go dot go. <laughs> go <to laughs> gov. <meet-eater.gov. laughs> oh, I'm not connected. Something had I think Come on, help me out, man. Someone. I can't believe you guys aren't being helpful. I don't have a phone with We me.
1: are.
0: <laughs> We're not busting your balls about what's I'm gonna going to try to think. <laughs> OK. OK. Nope. Go to, I'm going to commit to some memory right now. Think of this. TV comes last in life. OK. With that thought, meat eater.vhx.tv. Meat eater.vhx.tv. You can go there to stream and download episodes, watch to your heart's content. Um. There's a code you put in for a discount. Try Mediator Podcast. That might not be it. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Stay tuned. Thank Love you. you. Ron loves you. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill. Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.